0: Welcome back to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today, we're going to be asking the question, is the church still welcoming and friendly? All right. Well, it's uh, it's been a whole week. Yeah, it has. And here we are again. (laughs) We're... Uh, happy to talk about this this discussion, and you know, as as, a, as we mentioned last time, you know, with, was, has the church become lazy? This this is also a very provocative question. Absolutely, uh, yeah. in that it's going to immediately, I think, there are a lot of people are going to be on the defensive about it. Like, well, of course we are. Yes, we are, and fair, but we're not trying to put people on the defensive. Rather, trying to examine whether or not we are doing the best that we can. Yeah. And, and examining to see, you know, is, is there any room for improvement in what we're already doing?
1: Absolutely. So. And I think one of the, the things that goes along with this question is, um, along with the question last week, uh, has the church become lazy or uh, or complacent? You know, uh, along with this one, have we become uh, unwelcoming or uh, unfriendly? Um, I think if our um, instant gut reaction is to say, well, of course we have not become unfriendly, of course we have not become lazy, of course uh, this or that, and and becomes very defensive very quickly, Yeah. Then I'm kind of like, oh, why are you getting so defensive about that? You know, it's, yeah. it's kind of like, uh, you know, de- he doth de- protest too much. Yeah. Uh, whatever that's from. I'm Shakespeare. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't read Shakespeare, um, but I'm assuming that's in reference to he doth protest too much because he's guilty. Yes. Um, that kind of idea. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what happens if it's kind of like, well, if you find yourself becoming defensive just because this question is raised. Um, perhaps there's some evaluation that needs to be done. And honestly, that's kind of the purpose of this, uh, a a very, um, uh, clickbaity type of headline, um, in order to, to get people
0: to think, uh, you know, to get people to evaluate our own lives. Yeah. Well, uh, I I know you have a couple directions you want to go, so I'll, I'll let you start and then I'll, I'll kind of add on. Yeah. in
1: In terms of the church becoming, uh, either unfriendly or unwelcoming, or or maybe you consider that, that your own congregation is very friendly and very welcoming, uh, the place that I like to go to look at this is actually James chapter 2. James, he's uh, writing to, uh, to the church. Um, he starts in, in verse 1 of chapter 2. My brothers, show no partiality as you hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. For if a man wearing a gold ring and fine clothing comes into your assembly... And a man wearing, and a poor man in shabby clothing also comes in. And if you pay attention to the one who wears the fine clothing and say, you sit here in a good place, while you say to the poor man, you stand over there or sit down at my feet. I have not then made, uh, have you not then made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brothers, has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs to the kingdom, which he has promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor man. Are not the rich ones, the, are not the rich, the ones who oppress you and the ones who drag you into court? Are they not the ones who blaspheme the honorable name by which you were called? And see, James gives this beautiful, uh, illustration here. Um, that I don't believe is, is based on a true story. I don't think he's referencing anything, uh, specific, but is giving this illustration of, of how we are to, uh, to conduct ourselves, uh, in the assembly, how we are to treat one another in the assembly. Um, and there's really two main takeaways that I think we can take from this is one, how are we, uh, treating those and and conducting ourselves towards those who have never even stepped foot in a church building in their life who have never stepped foot into the the assembly of the saints before in their life and have no idea what to expect how are we handling those people and number 2 how are we treating those who have we've known for a long time, those who have been our brothers and sisters in Christ for, for years, how yeah. are we conducting ourselves towards them? Yeah. Um, and I think the the second part is a, a, a really big one for congregations that get larger. Um, yeah. well, you know, actually, now that I say that, I think both of those points, um, are more difficult the larger a congregation gets. For sure. Um, for congregations that are, are smaller in, in size, uh, it's typically easier for them to recognize a visitor, recognize somebody who's brand new, um, and, and be welcoming towards them. Um, but also when you're smaller, you tend to have a whole lot more of a family type of atmosphere. Um, every single person is, uh, is very well known by everybody else within the brotherhood, um, within the assembly when it's a smaller congregation. So, um, Anyways, I say all that to say that there, there's two main takeaways that we can look at when we're reading this sin of partiality from James. Yeah. And the main point that he's trying to get across is you're not to treat anyone better than anyone else. You're not to, to elevate anyone. You're not to, uh, to lower anyone else. Yeah. Um, we're to be, uh, showing honor and showing kindness and showing love. To every single person, whether it's the first time they've stepped foot in the assembly or whether they've been our brothers and sisters for for 15, 20, 50 years.
0: Yeah. Well, and the reality is, you know, we're all we're all made in the image of God, right? Exactly. There's yeah. a, a country song I think it's called, you know, we all bleed red, right? Yes. Like we're, yeah. we're all we're all human. We're, we're all, all people. Same, yeah. We're all sinners. We all have a soul, right? And so we we yeah. can't. One individual soul is not worth more than anybody else's soul, right? A soul is yeah. worth the the, the
1: price that Christ paid for mine, for yours, for everybody else's is the same. He, yeah. he poured out his blood for every single one of us. Yeah. Um,
0: and so, I think people look at the material possessions they look at material wealth, and, yes. they, and they value then those things, and they place the, the the value of those on top of or in addition to the value of a soul, and then that's how people evaluate others worth right yep. and and we're we're supposed to view people and look at people as god sees people yep. not as you know, humans tend yeah. to see. You.
1: And, and, you know, uh, to kind of go along with that illustration as far as how we see people, um, I've heard a joke that uh, ministers have told before that, uh, you know, if there's a older couple that walks into a building for the first time, uh, this older uh, man and woman in, in their 70s, um, they're probably not going to get as much attention as the younger couple in their 30s that have four kids. Yeah. Um, then, you know, the, the church growth side of a minister is going to see, wow, look at the potential for growth with this young family versus this older couple, and that's still again showing partiality, yep. uh, and, and that shouldn't be. Correct. Um, and quite honestly, I'm, I'm guilty of this just as much as as the next person. Um, I, I find myself uh, doing the same things, honestly, and I, and I strive not to, and I yeah. I try to work at that. But when we ask the question, "Has the church become unfriendly?" Then I look at myself trying not to get defensive as we stated in our intro. Uh but I look at myself and I'm like, yeah, I, I, I I've gotta say I, I've done that myself. Um yeah. I you know, I'm I'm guilty too. Well
0: and I think the reality is is everybody is not as friendly as they could be. Absolutely. And everybody is not as welcoming as they could be. And we all we all fall short of the glory of God. Yeah. Right. We we're, we're never going to attain to the level that Jesus is or was. Yep. Uh, however you you know think about that, but is is correct. Um. <laughs> we're, we're never going to get there. Yeah. But we strive for it. Yeah. Right. And so I, I think this idea of being welcoming, though, you know, we we certainly can think about it within the confines of the church building and within the confines of worship, and 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 that's certainly a, a great way to consider it because we have people that visit and they're coming to us mm-hmm. right they, it's not it's not us going out to them we should be doing that as well yep. but it's them coming to it's the us easiest form of evangelism yeah, yeah. and because uh, I mean they're they're walking through our doors it's like okay well yeah here let's let's talk yeah and so we have to be welcoming to them but we also have to be welcoming as you were mentioning right to brothers and sisters in Christ who are been members of the faith for for years and years and so both of those things are, are true. But there's, there's another aspect, I think, that, that I want to touch on, uh, unless you had something else you wanted to say. No, no, keep going. Um, so in, in Romans 12, uh, verse 13, it says, Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Mm. In Titus uh, chapter 1, verses 7 and 8, it says, For an overseer is God's steward, must be above reproach, he must not be arrogant or quick-tempered, or a drunkard or violent or greedy for gain, but hospitable, a lover of good. Self controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. And then in 1 Peter chapter um, uh, 4 is in verse 7, the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self controlled and sober minded for the sake of your prayers above all. Keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. Mm -hmm. And so, if our welcoming nature and our friendly nature only extends as far as the church property that is a huge huge problem oh yeah uh, we we need to be inviting people over to our homes you know whether they are members of the church or whether they are not members of the church we need to inv- invite people into our homes let them see the love of god see the love of christ exemplified and how we how we handle our home, how we treat one another in our home, uh, how, how a husband and wife ought to act, and so this idea of of, of being hospitable, of sharing, of, of you know giving hospitality to others, of, of giving of our means, of sharing with others what we have, I think is so crucial. And if it only happens in the church building, I, I mean, my opinion on that is it's it's kind of a false front. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So there's this uh, picture. uh, It's a a little um, uh, thing I shared on Facebook. It's not a a picture per se, it's just words. Um, But I I shared it on Facebook, I think almost a year ago now, but I saw somebody um, uh, shared it again just this morning, actually. Um, And what it says, I think, is spot on for what you're talking about right now. Um, But it says, don't just invite people to church. Mm-hmm. Invite them to lunch. Invite them to your table or patio. Invite them into your life. Be there for them. We, not the building, are the church. Yeah, And that's exactly what you're talking about. Yep. We're not inviting people to come to this building. We're inviting people to be part of the body of Christ. To the share, family to share of God. in the Lord.
0: Exactly. And And I think... If if we only do one of those two things, we're failing miserably, right? Yeah. If we are only welcoming inside the church building, yeah. we're failing miserably. If we're only welcoming people outside of the church building and we're not welcoming, we're not greeting them, we're not talking to them inside of the church building, yeah. we're failing miserably. We have to do both. Yeah. And that's hard. Like, it's not an easy thing. And, you know, I've I've heard over the last couple of months, uh, especially doing ministry, right? I, I want to try something. I want to start something. Well, well, Chris, that's going to be hard. Okay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool that's that's great
1: i'm up for the challenge let's yeah, do it <laughs> let's,
0: let's do it right and so of course it's going to be difficult to be to be welcoming i mean what do we want to do on sunday morning right we show up and, and we see our friends we see our family that we haven't seen all week right maybe we saw them wednesday night uh maybe they weren't able to make it we weren't able to something but but sunday we see everybody wednesday we see a lot of people right but but throughout the week you know we see them twice a week Two days out of the week, we see we see people, and and then, so when we get there, what do we want to do? We want to spend time with those people, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's other people that are at the church building during that time that need to be shown hospitality, yep. that need to be shown a, a welcoming and a kind nature, and your friends can wait. You can make time outside of that to go and spend time with your friends. Yeah, you know, you can set up times where they come over to your house, you go over to their house, you go out to eat, right, or you bring them along and talk with the guests with them right you 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 tag team and you show hospitality as a family rather than as an individual and so i think there's a lot of ways to to go about this and a lot of different avenues we could discuss this but but the question you know has the church become unwelcoming or has the church become unfriendly uh, i i think the answer is we can always do better yep so um you know kind of going along
1: with what you're talking about uh something else that i saw on social media um, was, I can't remember who posted it, so I can't find it right now. Um, but it was basically the idea that only in America could, um, the idea be preached that, um, and it was from a denominational perspective. And so the way they phrased it was only in America could, um, the idea be preached that you just go forward and say one prayer. Um, but, to apply it to what we know in scripture to be the truth. Yeah. Only in America could uh, one confess Christ and put on Christ and baptism and then do nothing else with their faith and still expect to hear when Christ comes back, well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah. It's like, look, like, what have we been good at? What have we been faithful at? Um, w- there was one moment of obedience. And yet so many people are like, yeah, I cannot wait to hear well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah. Um, there's so much that, that we are called to, to do throughout our lives. There, there's so much that we have to, to show our faith through our actions, through the way that we treat people, through our hospitality, through our kindness, through our love, yeah. um, through our, our, uh, everything that we are. Yeah. Everything that we are. Um, yeah. and, and that includes being, being friendly and and welcoming with not only one another, but also uh, those who do not know Christ. Yeah. Um,
0: This being a Christian is not easy. And I, and I I say that repeatedly because I think the idea as you were talking about, right. Only in America, uh, the idea is that Christianity requires no sacrifice. Well, Hmm. that's actually exactly the opposite. Christianity requires you to sacrifice everything. Um, you know, we, we are to be, you know, in the world but not of the world. We're to present our bodies as a, uh, a, a sacrifice, a living sacrifice, which is our spiritual worship, right? We are to uh, give give of everything that we have, give of all of our, our means, our talents, our abilities, our, our finances, give everything for the glory of God, right? And whatever you do in word or deed, do for the glory of God. And So every part of our lives ought to be spent attempting to serve God in one form or, other, or another. Yep. And so, if if we go about this life and and we we put Christianity into our lives as a part of our life, right? And and we don't, you know, think of it like a little pie graph or a circle chart or whatever. And Christianity is there, and it's you know, let's say it's at fifty percent of your life. Well, that's, I mean, I mean, okay, so you're fifty percent Christian. Yeah. Right. Well, that that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. It means you're not Christian yeah. because either you're all in. Or you're all out, right? Yep. That's, that's the idea of that lukewarm water, right? Like, yeah. God, wants, God wants all of us. He doesn't want part of us. He doesn't want some of us. He wants all of us. If we're going to be in, we got to be in. Yeah. And so, you know, I, we certainly can't just say a prayer, yeah. right? We can't just get into the waters of baptism, rise up, and then do whatever we want for the rest of our lives after that. Yeah. We, we have to dedicate our lives to him. And, and a part of that is being welcoming, yeah. being friendly, even with people who are really hard to be welcoming and friendly, too. Yeah. And they are out there.
1: Yeah. We have to be, we have to be though. So uh, I kind of want to go back to the initial question that we asked, has the church become unwelcoming? Has the church become unfriendly? And quite honestly, uh, the reason we phrase it that way is because, um, uh, you can look in the past and see times of, of overwhelming, uh, friendliness from the church. Um, does that mean that, that the church of the past, had it done perfectly? Absolutely not. Um, and so, uh, to give the devil's advocate to our own title, our own phrase, has the church become unwelcoming and unfriendly? Um, I would say no, but has, if you do say no, can you ever, has there ever been a point where you can say the church has been welcoming or friendly, and I think you'd have to say no to that as yeah. well. If you well, say, and I think you mean in totality, in totality, absolutely, yeah. Um, and again, we're painting with a, a broad brush covering yeah. this, um, but that's what I, I really like all, all of our listeners to to consider um, yeah. as they're they're listening to this episode and and hopefully having your own conversations with people in your own lives. Um, yeah. The the fact that that we have. Work to do. We we have growth um, that 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 must be. I don't know grow- made. growth that must be done.
0: Yeah, that must be done. Yeah, yeah. Well, I um I don't really have much more on this. At least regarding what we've talked about, I I, I think we've um discussed it adequately. Yeah, uh, and 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 I think what the whole point we're trying to make, right, is 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 the church. Welcoming and friendly? Of course it is. Is it perfectly welcoming and friendly? Of course it's not. We've got to get better. Yeah. Always got to get better. And if ever we stop striving to be better, if we think we've arrived, then we're probably further from when we started than we might even realize. Absolutely. And so uh, so anyway, I hope that you all have uh, in, enjoyed this discussion. We we certainly have. And it's it's one that, um, you know, that, that, that we ought to engage in more. Yeah. You know, how how can we improve?
1: How can we be better? When we have discussions like this, it almost kind of fires me up to say, like, okay, like
0: like we we've got to do better at this. Yeah, we have to we have to be better. That's that is what Jesus has called us to do is to yeah. be better. Yeah, uh, each and every day, strive to become more like Him. And so we we hope and we pray that as you go about your week, as you go about your day, as you interact with people, whether it be at grocery stores, whether it be at home, whether it be on the streets, whether it be at the church building that you are welcoming, that you are friendly, and that you are intentionally welcoming and friendly, uh, even to people who you may not want to be. Uh, So we we pray that that this has been a, a beneficial discussion for you. We do ask one more thing, that you listen for a few more seconds. You can hear how you can help us out. We appreciate you all so much for listening, and we hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to ask if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments that you please email us at Conversations at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. We've got a Facebook
1: page as well as an Instagram account. Our Facebook page is very simple. It's just Bible Conversations. On Instagram it's very simple. At Bible Conversations. Uh, look us up, like our posts, and share it
0: with your friends. We also have a an opportunity for you to help us financially through a through a store uh, via Kim's Closet, and you can find that uh, you can just type into Google Kim's Closet. We have a uh, we have a link as well that, that we will be uh, posting in, in each of our episodes, and we just hope that you will uh, that you will reach out and find us and uh, purchase a hoodie or a shirt uh, with the logo on it, and that way you can spread the word without having to say a word. So we appreciate you. Thank you all. Have a blessed week.